What's up, you guys? You're listening to Plant Based Christian, where we're rooted in going the extra mile to maintain healthy, transparent relationships with God. Okay, so this episode is not your normal episode. I have a guest, um, and we had a great conversation around um, what we've been learning and unlearning in our singleness, you know, about who basically God meant for us to be, you know. And so, um, yeah, it's a really good conversation, a very honest conversation. Um, your girl got a little emotional, and I don't know if the the mic could pick it up, but your girl, yeah, she got a little choked up there. Um, but I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful for um, a relationship where you can just be honest, you know, and have conversation around your weakness, you know, and weaknesses, um, and just be transparent about where you are um where you're hoping to go um and yeah just allow God to 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 be in the midst and and do what he does and so yes I hope you guys enjoy this episode um yeah it's a really good one and I hope that you guys um consider it for yourselves you know consider the same topic for your life how can you apply that to your life you know how can you reevaluate things how can you look at um all that you're going through um a little bit differently since listening to this and so yeah I hope you enjoy it What's up, you guys? This is not your normal episode because your girl is not alone, okay? I have my sister cousin friend <laughs> on the line to add a little oomph to this episode. Um, and actually, I will introduce her because I feel like if I let you introduce yourself, you're not going to do yourself justice. Oh. So, <laughs> she is the owner of My Love LLC. She is a worshiper by day and a crafter by night. Um, one of these days, she will be um, a soon-to-be author because we are speaking things into existence, right? Yes. Amen. <laughs> and she is a very good friend. Um, she is Tiny Gross. <laughs> um, and with her permission, I will tag her Instagram in the show notes in case you want to follow her on Instagram. And um, if I had an applause track, I would definitely insert it. If I can find one, I will. But yes, welcome to this show. Thank um, you. <laughs> you are now my second guest. And um, adding guests, it's exciting, but it also makes me nervous for some reason. I don't know why. Um oh. I think it has to do with like me, like you are witnessing me without the edits, because let's be real, I'll be editing these episodes <laughs> to make sure that it sounds at least somewhat decent. And so uh, hey, it sounds flawless, like when I'm listening to it. So you do a great job. Like it sounds like it's a one take shot. Like it, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> OK, good. Because child, I'm nervous. I'm sweating over here. Trying to pat myself down already. Good child. Okay. So um, 
for this episode, I honestly, I wanted to talk about something that I've been running into a lot of lately. I mentioned it in our group chat. Um, I've been running into content literally about like singleness and self-sufficiency and not in like the typical way of it being um, able to do things for like you being able to do things for yourself, but in the way of making sure that you aren't relying too heavily on yourself to do everything. And I'm like, huh, like, okay, Lord, (laughs) like, I'm listening because, I mean, one thing is for sure, I think that I have been extra heavy on, like, the independent side, like, I can do this on my own, I don't need nobody else, like, yes, I will be able to handle it, even if I'm tired, like, I'm just gonna do it, it's gonna get done, like, I feel like I've developed that habit um, a lot lately, if not before, um, and so I was like, when this stuff started coming up, I was like, well, okay, I'm listening. Cause it wasn't like I was trying to look for this stuff, but it was just kind of dropping in my lap. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm going to take notes. Um, but yeah, I, um, I wanted to ask you the same question that, um, I feel like I've been asked lately in these few um videos that I've seen that have you had to like unlearn some stuff that you picked up like in your singleness you know that doesn't benefit relationship with people or a partnership because I think that's also a misconception that um what that um that that relationship is just about relationship with a partner or somebody you want to that you date right. you know, you're about to marry or whatever I'm like no relationship is relationship all around um and honestly I think I learned that one from I mean I'm sure somebody else told me that but um I well I kind of read um the relationship goals book by Pastor Mike Todd and I think I heard it from him first where I'm paraphrasing where he kind of said the the relationships you hold with your friends is basically the same relationship that you'll most likely have in the with your partner you know or in a romantic Mm -hmm. relationship and I'm like huh that really changes (laughs) a lot child I mean at least for me because yeah yeah. like number one my friendships uh, the the count is low (laughs) Right. But also like I think that I've I've segregated myself so much that the little relationship that I do have, like it's not very deep. And so um I'm just learning a lot. And for me, I know that I asked you that question, but I'll use myself as an example first before I throw you out there. Oh. Um, <laughs> I know that for me it has been at least one of the things that I have been struggling with is um, learning that I don't have to do everything by myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I felt like, I think at one point, I just felt like, okay, you need to be able to go to the movies by yourself. You need to be able to go to dinner by yourself. You need to be able to do all this stuff by yourself. And all those those things are helpful. I think that it also um, can start to develop in you like this. It's a complex. Yeah. Yeah. You start to think that it's only you, you know, that you can only do those things with you. Um, 
or like you can only do it with yourself to, if you want to enjoy it you know I think that I've I've taken on that mindset a lot too like it won't be as fun you know if I invite people um it would be better if I had if I was just by myself I've done that a lot you know mm-hmm. um but also um I think one of my biggest things is trust, you know, lack of trust, um, and mainly lack of trust um, with people with my feelings. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that I've dealt with a lot of, a lot of, I would say, quote unquote, friendships, because I don't think that they were friendships. (laughs) They were Mm -hmm. just kind of like people that I knew that I was hanging out with that I right. put a trust in that probably didn't even deserve my trust, you know? Um, and then they they completely ran with it in a different direction, you know, and mistreated it completely. And so it really took a, a toll on me trusting anybody, you know, with my feelings, you know? And so the things that meant something to me, I think that I have... I have learned to protect, you know, put that away. Like, you don't just get that to anybody, you know. If right. You, if you want your peace, you know, don't don't let everybody get in that space, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it's it's hindered me in a lot of ways because not everybody is like that, you know. And, and I think you learn when you get older, you know, who can you trust with those things. But I think that it in whole has hindered me trusting anybody you know with my feelings with my personal space with my time and so I will choose to just be like no I'll do it by myself that's okay like we don't have to no I'm fine like we don't have to hang out or nothing like that um because I just assume that they're tolerating me you know because we're in this space together um or they're tolerating me because they don't have anything else to do. You know, it's just right. little stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if you ever been in no, it's, like that, but it's interesting because like concerning when it comes to like being by yourself um, and wanting that, like having that need to want to have that solitude or, you know, being that independent, you know, solo person. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like the exact opposite for me because I was the person that, um, and I struggle with this still where I'm like, I like, I had a desire to want the company. Yeah. However it came, like I like, and it would be, you know, a lot, a lot of bad company, yeah. but it was just the, the comfort of having company. And so it's so funny when I like when I hear you talking about it because um, I'm I'm understanding now like because the fact that you even asked like how, had to unlearn like yeah. the whole unlearning process is so <laughs> crazy like um, I'm I'm realizing in the season that I'm in now um, how uh, how much like. We like we develop a complex when we just have too much of something. Period. Like, yeah. um. So, like in your case, it was like this this need and this drive to make sure that you know you're doing things by yourself and you're not dependent on you know having people to be able to accomplish things or you know or the fact that you even said like I just thought that was like it stood out. You're like you'll have more fun 
by yourself. You're like, I'd rather not invite somebody because it's going to ruin the experience. And it's like, whoa. And I always aspire to be to get there because I would miss out on stuff because I didn't have someone. And I'm like, so, you know, whether it was, you know, we've talked about this before, like movies, restaurants, you know, like there were so many times where I'm like, I missed out on seeing a movie in the theater because I couldn't find anybody that was interested in seeing the same movie as me. Oh, and you like, girl, like, <laughs> why didn't you just go to the movies? I'm like, because like, I, I never, I personally, I have never been to the movies by myself. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, great. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm missing, I've been missing out. But in the same token, like, I think that, um, now don't get me wrong, like, as much as I, like, I do value, like, com- companionship and friendship and things like that, like, I have my moments, you know, where I, I am completely isolated and I'm understanding now, that's what I'm saying, like in the scene, season I'm in of unlearning things that like there has to be a healthy balance regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are times where um, it is important for you to have independence and have um, have stability and being by yourself. Yeah. Because, um, you know, especially like when you first like asked me to to like join you in the conversation and even the video that you had sent me like in the in our group chat, um, I immediately assumed that because this the topic was on singleness and self-sufficiency, I thought it was like this empowering thing again, like, you know, like, OK, like you're you know, you're. Yeah you know, you're, you're, you need to be strong, independent, you know, or, you know, no one's going to have your back like you. Right. And then to hear the exact opposite, I was like, whoa, like, so it just goes to show that like, you can get so far off track and lose, lose sight of the fact that, yeah, like, especially with us being Christians and, um, you know, that the the foundation of that is having community and having people being able to fellowship with one another and having closeness and having relationship um but at the same time not allowing your relationship and your community and all that stuff to be like that that's your your identity is in that right and so i i'm like it's blowing my mind because god has really been highlighting some stuff for me too and i'm i'm literally in the season of just having to understand like when is it time to be um in you know in communion in in relationship in community like as a as a as a per like as a whole over in this side but at the same time know when it's time to steal away and then have my you know have my moments where hey i i can't just be up and about with everybody i can't just be on the phone but don't allow myself to get so stuck there that I don't come back to the fellowship, exactly. you know? So it is a challenge yeah. for sure. Girl, that's so good. Cause I was thinking, um, or I've been thinking, cause you know, um, for those listening, we go to the same church. So since the church has been like on this shutdown thing, it has really um, highlighted my my lack of social skills. I mean, I knew that I didn't have social skills that much, <laughs> but like, 
the end of church or even like right before service is starting like that awkwardness where like I don't necessarily have anything to do and I'm like uh like I don't have nothing to talk about and so Mm -hmm. like looking at people come around and stuff and I'm like oh god like please I don't want to have to talk to nobody because I don't know what I'm gonna say yeah and so I it it has really like I said highlighted my my lack of social skills but honestly it is highlighted my fear around just communicating with people like it's such a simple task you know but I've gotten so used to um busyness I've gotten so used to being secluded that um I just never developed that part and it's so crazy because I've had so many sales jobs (laughs) that I should be more developed in that area but no like I'm like oh god like I don't I don't know what to say <laughs> like what do you say no <laughs> I, I get it and I I think I I I teeter totter yeah. um I go back and forth with that because um in certain settings I can be very social mm-hmm. I know how to put on a good face and it sounds so bad saying this out loud <laughs> but this I'm just I'm just being transparent like I know how to put on a good face I know how to smile I know how to carry on a conversation and then at the moment I walk away I'm like I just close up again yeah. and it's like my face don't look inviting like I don't like I put I might I can just like go into my shell and um I, I understand that like the a lot of um, when it comes to the social part of who I have like learned to be, mm-hmm. um, it it came with a lot of challenges, but it it, it required a whole lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Be- because honestly, um, I I understand this is just speaking for me from uh, the the way that I was raised. Mm-hmm. And the the things that I saw, like, not like it's something bad, but I'm just saying, like, just because a, a lot of our habits and, and the way that we function sometimes tend to be because it's kind of like what we were exposed to or what we weren't exposed to. Yeah. And um, just, just being honest, like, growing up, like, my mom did not have that many friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it was just... Um, in, in my mind it's like well I wanted to have friends but then I was like kind of awkward because I'm like I'm I'm the weird one out of the bunch you know I always seem to like not quite fit in mm-hmm. and so um there are parts of me that like was fighting because I'm like I don't want to be anti-social because I like I didn't want to not have people mm-hmm. around me but there are parts of me that naturally just don't want to be bothered. So it's like there's constantly this tug of war. And it's like I've had to force myself to get out of like my comfort zone to just be in the house yeah. because it's safe there versus, you know, like making myself go out somewhere. Um, yeah. And I like even before getting saved, like I, like for real, for real getting saved, like and I've, I've shared with you too, like my going out like it wasn't so much a social thing like me getting out going out with my girls or anything like that like yeah. I, I spent a very long large season of like when I would go out to a lounge or a bar or something like that like I would go by myself and yeah. I'd sit at a table by myself and I would just enjoy like the atmosphere I didn't have to I wasn't meeting anybody up there it was just that I didn't want to be in a house yeah but at the same time I so my my attempt to 
have a social life was to get outside of the house, but I still wasn't social. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, <laughs> kind of like contradicting. But, but yeah, so like, I think that internally, I, I've always had this battle because of just knowing like the, the, my surroundings and what was comfortable to me. There were certain things that was like, I don't want to just settle and not you know, have relationships and not have friendships and, you know, but at the same time, because I, I've never really kind of seen it really happen. I think I had no clue how to really flourish and, and, and be present and have good, healthy friendships and relationships. Yeah. It's been, it's been quite the journey. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's so good. I I uh, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about another one of the things that I, I struggle with, and it is definitely control. Um, yesterday, we, we had our Bible study yesterday, and it was so funny that my mom spoke on control because I'm like, yeah, I know that I have control issues, and I'm like, I don't know exactly where that came from because for so long I remember being – um, kind of like the go with the flow person like when I was younger and I'm like where did this come from but then mm-hmm. I started thinking about um, back in school back in college I had to internship uh, for this like to get credits and stuff for an internship mm-hmm. even though it never worked out because I had the internship again at the end that was so annoying I never <laughs> even thought about that but it was it was still it was fun to do but I ended up internship in interning jeez I, I ended up interning for um this that fashion show organization that they used to hold in Cleveland they don't even do it no more but um they used to do it and I became like the assistant to like the the organizers um and eventually because I think I did it for a few seasons um which mm-hmm. I think in totality is like maybe two years um but in those few seasons, I ended up becoming like one of the the people who was in charge of the volunteers. Like you pick the volunteers, like you you let them know what they're supposed to do and all this stuff. And I remember in that season, like I remember being in charge of these grown people. Well, not grown because we was all in college, but like we were like all borderline grown, right? And mm-hmm. like I remember giving them tasks and then being like, nah. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, mm-mm. Like, no. Like, y'all not paying. Like, I'm not about to do that. And I remember being like, well, what did you sign up for this for? And so at that moment, like, I think that's where I kind of kicked into, like, okay, fine. You won't do it. I'll do it. And I ended up taking on so many things, you know, and they just wanted to show up because that was the thing about the whole fashion thing. Didn't nobody really want to do nothing until it was the day of the fashion show. Like, they just wanted to and look cute. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, be cute, be backstage, maybe get a microphone or something or a walkie-talkie. But they didn't want to do nothing, like, leading up to that moment. But mm-hmm. I think that was, like, my first real, like, experience of, like, okay, fine, you won't do it, I'm going to have to do it, you know? And then, obviously, in school, like, you have to do a bunch of group projects, and I think I did a ton then, and it was just like, okay, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And so it's just this thing where, like, I've learned that I, if I don't take control, then it won't get done. And so, mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to control every environment that I'm in. And so, I don't mm-hmm. know, it just... 
No, that 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 makes a lot of sense because I was thinking the same thing when because of course, like you said, we go through the same church, we were both in the yeah. same Bible study. <laughs> but like I was thinking that when I heard her talking about under realizing that she had control issues, yeah. I literally just had like a similar in a uh, similar situation um, where like I was I literally got into a whole argument because. I was being told that like um I was I was uh bossy and nitpicky. Oh no. And I was like, what? I'm like, first of all, like anyone who knows me knows that like I kind of am very passive. Like and I, I always had that like that um that characteristic, I guess, that like I, I've just always been that way that I end up not saying stuff that's on my mind and stuff irks me so much. But I think within the last few years of my life that I like I started to be a lot more like vocal with how I Mm -hmm. feel. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm trying to I've been trying to unpack that because that really bothered me. Like um, to hear that, like and it wasn't just that conversation, because literally maybe like a month or two prior, um, I was at church and I jokingly said something over the microphone about myself and I had family members that were looking at me like you've always been like that like oh that's not new (laughs) and I was like wait a minute like and so I really was like I was so offended not even gonna lie to you because I'm like what's wrong like where where are they talking about like I am not I'm not bossy or I don't have a mouth like I've never identified as that but then I, I literally after hearing um your mom talk yesterday and she was mentioning about, you know, talking about well, where her mouth stemmed from mm-hmm. and how she, you know, she, the, the experiences and things that she went through to get her to the point of like, you know, having to be self-sufficient or having to yeah. do for herself. And, and I realized that, um, I, I have had like disappointment after disappointment after disappointment yeah. To the point that it's just like at this point in my life, I think that because because of so many pileups of disappointments and me not saying anything, that it's like now I think it's just this natural reaction to just like try to stop something from happening before I get disappointed. Yes. That's and so, so I yeah, so like I literally I will shut stuff down, like or I will be very um and this, this, I mean, hey, we're being transparent. But I, like, I I also realize that some of that comes from the, my environment as well. Mm-hmm. Because I, I come from a line of people who are very opinionated. Mm-hmm. And after a while, no matter how much I try to fight, I try to fight it. There are things that, like, that are embedded in me that, like, are trying to rear its head. And now it's like, okay. Clearly, there's a root here that needs to be addressed, like, and it, it's never really been dealt with. One of those things is like, okay, you need to kill that and not just try to cover it up with apologies or being nice or not saying anything at all. Right. But like, you know, you really need to address like, where is this stemming from? And one of them is definitely being disappointed yeah. uh, and and not um, not feeling like. Um, like my, my my feelings or my the way that I feel is being taken into account. Yeah, come on. That 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 is a real space. Like and so red, rather than because I'm I can't say that I've been that person to be like, oh okay, I'm gonna just get it done. I'm gonna just get it done. 
but it's like I always am like okay like it's not good enough it's not you know like it didn't it's it's not happening the way that I wanted it to happen you know I'm like I'm let down I'm frustrated so like rather than letting that happen like let me just do it yeah and take care of it and then that it all it's doing is rubbing people the wrong way too so it's It's so true yes like so true even when it comes to like my house and stuff like it's so funny because I was thinking about this like I don't it's so rare like it's really rare if somebody will like come over my house and it's not even because I don't want them there right honestly because I always think that like in my mind they have somewhere better else to be like they Um, they're not going to be comfortable here and Mm -hmm. so either you can do everything that you can to try to make it comfortable or just be like actually no I'll meet you (laughs) like it's okay in my mind I always think that like somewhere else has got to be better than here you know Mm -hmm. um and and in that way I'm still controlling things because I'm like you're not even let like you didn't give me a chance you didn't give them a chance to come over or nothing I'm like, yeah. I I be like I feel like I keep my places up like even my old place like I keep them up you know but it's always something in the back of my mind that says you know um like they have like there's better <laughs> like there there's somewhere else where they'll feel more comfortable you know yeah. and it's I so sad because it just keeps me segregated all the time like it literally keeps me away from people you know or it keeps like I do the the same thing all the time like it keeps my routine the same instead of spur the moment like hey somebody comes over we hang out you know no I I get it I I mean I've been there and I've definitely experienced that too many a time I don't know like if that is solely like maybe that's the whole um like like I said, like the disappointment thing or the feelings that I was talking about, because you're you're already like anticipating that it's not going to go right, or like you know, yeah. rather than like setting yourself up to be like your feelings being hurt or you know your hopes getting up for 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 yourself to just be let down, it's like yeah. I'll just eliminate all of that possibility. Exactly. And then, yeah, and I'll and I'll just you know I will make this move instead, and so that way I don't even have to go into that area or that territory because I'm not even trying to deal with that. And it's it's crazy because we don't even realize that we're doing it. Yeah. But there is like our our brain has like already. Right. <laughs> it has the data. Like it has exactly. it has from from all of the experiences and the the feelings, the emotions, the way that we have processed things. And we don't even know that we we don't we didn't physically process, but clearly like um, it has created um, I, like without trying to be super deep, but there's like this there's this uh, Christian psych psychologist I believe um, she she's uh, she studies the brain. I, I'm sure you've seen her before. Her name is Dr. Caroline Leaf. Yeah. And, she, uh, I watched a, uh, t- one of her teachings one time and she was showing pictures of the brain and literally like what happens in the brain when like certain trauma or like 
bad events or things that are that negatively affect a person what happens to the brain when something like that takes place it literally forms like these uh it looks like trees it's like if you look at like what the picture is it's like a tree but it's like a really dark um and it's cloud like like having like a huge black tree like if like if you had like a painting of like what a tree with a bunch of branches and stuff looks like, it's like a huge mound of like a big tree, and the the versus having something that is good happen. I can't remember what the image was like, but that particular image stood out because it was like whether you intend to or like intended for that thing to happen or not, um, if it negatively impacted you, it forms this this uh these branches basically in the brain that like hold these memories or hold this uh this trauma and so what what is interesting to me is that like you may not have even processed something Mm -hmm. it doesn't take away from the fact that it has happened yeah and so now that it has already happened your brain has already stored it in, in it in the back of it somewhere and whether you choose to want to address it or deal with it, um, it still is it has, it has taken place and it is now that it resides in your brain somewhere. Mm. And so now you are going through life. And then when like that, the, that pastor that was on that video, he talked about the, he mentioned triggers. He's like, triggers is just stuff that you haven't been healed from. Yeah. It, it wouldn't trigger you if you were healed from it right. and and so those things something happens and then your your body has this reflex to do you know or your your brain has this reflex to react a certain way because it's like this is what happened the last time whether you know that your brain is doing that it's like it already is preparing you like no you're not going to go this route because last time you went this route it, this happened Wow. Like I like I take a same like I like I recently you know I've been driving out the uh, the boondocks yeah. lately like <laughs> and then when you're when you're when I'm driving out here um, there's is is Route Eight it, it takes a split and you can either go to the right of this divider or to the left you're you're gonna end up on the same road but for whatever reason they're doing construction they literally split the lane so oh. it's like once you get to enter into Route Eight there's a certain point where it's like, you need to choose a path. Mm. And literally every time I get on this freeway, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. The right lane always is backed up. So naturally I don't even think about it. Like I, I accidentally got on the, well, not accidentally, but one time, the, the first time I drove out this way, I had um, stayed in the left lane just on like a whim like I don't know I'm just gonna go to the left Mm -hmm. and I was so glad I did because I was watching my google maps the time was like it was showing that traffic was supposed to be backed up but it was showing it for the right side it just assumed that it was backed up for the whole route and so I'm watching my google maps and the time is it keeps just going down saying oh I'm actually going to get there quicker than I thought because my lane is going fast Right. And so by by nature now, I don't even think about it when I get to this when I get to this uh, 
divide every time I'm automatically on the left side and I'm, I'm not even consciously making the decision to do that right. but it was just like my brain remembered like don't go to the right, yes, don't go to the right. <laughs> and so something as simple as that is like my if I am naturally we, we do it all the time we drive and we don't even really pay attention when we're driving we end up at our destination it's like if, we, if we're if we're prone to do stuff like that just imagine like the really like intricate things that's like that's behind the scenes our brain the way our brain is working and we don't even understand it like because of past trauma and because of past disappointment and, and failures and things that like our natural reaction now is to move a certain way to isolate ourselves to not, you know, to to not want to engage, to not want to share, to keep certain walls up, and it's like that. Like we, these are doggone strongholds. Like these are things that we have to like pass down. For real, that's so crazy. That's so good. Yeah, because like, oh, that was really good. That caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't good. expecting to go there. I don't even know how we got there, but yeah. <laughs> No, that's so good because like the the key thing is that you in order for it to become something healthy you actually have to decide to do something with it like mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. it's gonna do what it won't for itself you know yes it's oh my god so yeah that's yeah. So good you have to decide to handle it like honestly yeah. like handle it oh that was really good <laughs> <laughs> I think that like um, one of the things that just stand out, especially in this season, a, a lot um, of I've, it's been a lot of me asking God to transform my thinking. Yeah. And I don't even know what that looks like. Just being honest. I know that there's some there's some stinking thinking that I have because clearly I like I have bad patterns. I have bad habits and things like that. And you we're, we're taught, you know, it says in the word to, to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Um, and to not be, yeah, not be conformed to this world would be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so for me, because of the things that I feel like this, this year, particularly 2021 has been, um, a lot of reflection in ways that like, it's like spotlight on so many areas of myself that is just so unattractive to me. And I've been like, okay, God, like, I don't like this about me. And I don't think that this is of you. Like, so I need you to like, get this out of me. And, and even in, in talking about the whole, that, that whole section that I just talked about is like, it's a testament to the fact that we do have to let God transform our mind because otherwise it will literally go away with us. Like you said, like, so we have to make the conscious decision. It's like, no. I know by default I want to do go here and I know I want to do this and, and handle it this way, but God, I need for you to direct me. I need yes. for you to give me, you know, the ability to, to make the, the, the change and, and make the, make the decision to go in this way, even though it's so uncomfortable and it's so against what I w- want to do. But I know that like this other area or this other default is not really healthy and it's not what you want, especially the more and more I'm learning the importance of, you know, not just being so quick to just shut people out and cut people off. For real. (laughs) But learning like, yeah, like, like how, how do you, how do you need me to 
um, to be available in this season? How do you need me to move in this season? And I'm and I'm like God, like transform the way that I think, transform the way that I react, and so that way I'm I'm not butt hurt every time, you know when I'm I, there's a letdown or something doesn't go the way that I wanted it to go like don't let that shut me down yeah or or prevent me from you know um trying again you know because yeah. that 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 sucks and that that's naturally me like so yeah. that's so good especially because I think more I think more now than I've ever thought about it I think about um how like we affect the tone of the room. I don't know. I don't know that it is for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. I can't put that on everybody, but I know that I can affect the tone of a room. And so I I get hard on myself a lot of times because I know that like when I'm not feeling my greatest, I know that I am affecting a room, you know, that I'm infecting somebody's heart, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you think sometimes that you're, trying to be better for yourself but you're really trying to be better for other people you know that's that, good that they yeah. can get the best part of you you know mm-hmm. especially when you connect to God because then you're still on the right path for the assignment that he's set you for you know you can still do in in a pure heart what he's asking you to do you know that because, yeah I'm like that <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm like, I try every time because, like, I, I'm open about my bad attitudes. I'm trying, you know, every day is not the same, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I I pray about it all the time because I know that, like I said, I affect the room, you know, I affect mm-hmm. people. And I would hate to have an assignment and it be derailed because <laughs> I wasn't in the mood that day, you know, yes. and somebody doesn't get what they needed because. I wasn't in the mood that day, you know. Right. I mean, God, he He uses anybody. So, obviously, if I'm not usable at that moment, I'm sure he would use somebody else if it's important enough. But still, that's something to think about. It is something to think about. And honestly, like, hearing you say that, like, it just kind of, like, gave me chills a little bit because, like, it reminded me of um, something that Pastor said um I can't remember when, so I, I can't even quote and say like it was with this particular message because I know he said it more than once. But I know at some point, um, whether it was over the pulpit or to me personally, that um, the the area that you get attacked in the most is usually the area that God wants to use you the most. Yeah, and. That's so true. It, it is so true because even as you were saying, like you, 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 um, you set the tone for a room where like, you know, if you're, if you're, if, depending on how you carry yourself or how you came into the room, like you can affect the room, affect or infect. Mm-hmm. And oh, honestly, <laughs> like, I mean, you're both, like, it's crazy. Like the, the reality is like, I didn't even think about it like that because I, like, I'm, I'm, I know you. But it, it makes sense. As soon as you said that, I'm like, oh my God, you're so right. Because like, it, it, there's something that God put in you. Mm-hmm. So like, even as you were saying, like, yeah, God will use somebody to get something done. But there's something that he put specifically in you that has that kind of power to affect people around you. Yeah. And you don't even have to say a word. 
you know, you, you can't like, so whether you say a word or not, like you have, there's something that God placed in you and the way that you have been created to affect your space and affect the spaces that you are in. And that, that in actuality, it, it sounds like that because I know you, I can say that like, okay, this particular area for you tends to be the challenging, the, the challenging area. And it will either cause you to not be around you know, whether you, you withdraw and you isolate yourself so that way you don't have to be around people. And that that in a way is like, but that's God wants you around people. And it's like, it's been this thing that like, that you, it's, um, I'm all, t- I'm all twisted and with, with what I'm trying to say, <laughs> but like, it, it's the thing that like, the enemy will not, not necessarily the fact that like, okay, like he's just coming to like, be just cunning and conniving, but like, it's just the little things that like kill implant things. And it, it may not sound like a horrible idea, but in actuality, it's still steering us away from what God wanted us to do. And so like for, for you, like you were saying, even at the, the beginning of the conversation, when you mentioned that, you know, for you, some things would just be better by yourself. Like, I don't want, it's going to ruin the experience if it's just me. I mean, if it's not just me, like if it's other people. And it's like, yeah, because the enemy doesn't want you to be around other people because you have something that affects other people for the better, you know? And so, like, I've dealt with that when it comes to me talking. Like, and because of the way that, like, I, I am, I tend to shut down and not talk. And I would rather just be quiet and be in a space and, you know, and not say anything not use the brain that God gave me because I feel like it's it's distorted and it's twisted and it doesn't make right. sense and no one understands me and no one gets me and I in my opinion or my or what I have to say doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so I don't talk. And then that's going doing the exact opposite of what God wants because clearly he made me this way because I have those tools for for a reason. Yeah. Like, you know? So man the the lies and the misconceptions that get us to be so so far away from for real but all of these things when you think about it it's still it's still putting us in a place of um of being pulled away so that we're we're not fully engaged in relationship we're not fully engaged in community we're not fully engaged in you know fellowship because there's like we have these these areas that we feel are quirks or you know, we need to work these things out or we need to, you know, just deal with it and, you know, figure it out before we are ready to be exposed to other people and this and the third. And it, those are lies because all he's doing is pulling us away from the the um, the, the, group, the community that God wants us to have and the, exactly. the, the fellowship and the relationship. Yeah, exactly. that's crazy. Yeah, that's so good. That's so eye opening for me, just like sitting here having this conversation. I ain't expected to take this time. <laughs> me either. <laughs> but yes, that's so good. Um, yeah, that's so good. I um, I was just talking to my dad like a, a week ago or something, and we were talking about again how I think you had mentioned it in one of the messages you spoke about. Um, like the Enneagrams and the horoscopes and all that stuff. But like, um, even the, um, what was the other one? It's, it's not the, the Enneagram or the horoscope, but it's the, the one that the, the work, the work, 
workplaces normally make you take? I can't think of that one. Oh, the um, uh, like the personality quiz. Yeah. I used to hate though. I was talking to him about that because I was like, I used to hate taking those and um, even the Enneagram. I think I might have started. No, I think I looked it up and I was like, mm, no, because like I used to hate taking those personality tests because I'm like, I didn't feel like I fit in any of them. Like it felt like yeah. it felt like I could fit, but like it was only my response for like that moment. Like I felt like I could change. Mm-hmm. Like it, my response could be something different the next day, you know, or depending on the circumstance. And so um, I used to hate those, but it, it's so funny because we the world is revolved around people telling you um, who you are and the type of person yeah. that you are. And really limiting you from growth, you know, and like you said in the word, you know, transforming your mind, it it, it keeps you in that one box and says that's you. And it, if that's not you, you need to take the test again so we can figure out who are you. Yeah, or I just fit in this thing. Like it just doesn't work like that, you know. I may be that person then, but like I may, I'm not gonna be that person tomorrow, you know. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I guess the whole point of this is just uh, being open to transforming your mind, you know, and transforming your habits through letting um, God transform your mind. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and just being open to correcting all the things, you know, and, and also learning the positive behind those things. Because like you said, what, what the enemy uses to hinder me God is trying to use you know to to bless others you know in some mm-hmm. areas you didn't say that but <laughs> paraphrasing yeah but yeah, it's like learning what that quirk means you know in the kingdom versus what the world says about that quirk mm-hmm. um, yeah it's crazy because like I, I feel like the things that we um we struggle with and because of the world system, like us being in this world, mm-hmm. um, we we naturally see it as like a flaw, or um, or we see it as you know the 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 like the the thing that's like oh, okay, this is our hurdle, this is our challenge, like you know right. this is the the thing that makes us weird or different or whatever. And like literally, even as you were talking about it, I was like, wow, like, like, just what if, because, you know, I'm a a visual person, too, (laughs) that like, those things that stick out like a sore thumb for us are like, um, like gems, like, like sparkles, like when God is looking down at us, like, those are the things that actually like, make us, um, stand out and pretty like I I'm the type of person that like I love anything that sparkles and that's shiny so I'm naturally attracted like if I go into a store and I see a frame that has like you know rhinestones all over it or you know super like you know the cuts of the glass it makes it shine it's like crystal what if um those cuts though you know weren't there it would just look plain and ordinary it's just like a regular piece of glass and those things that are, are like flaws to us are actually just the little cuts and, and, and divots in us that actually make us sparkle from God's eyes. Wow. That's so good. Like we're work of art. Yes. Whew. Yeah, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, 
Child, the fact that we've been on here for this long, I did not expect this to go. It's I like, didn't either. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be like a smooth 15. Like, I'm excited. Oh, girl. I don't know what, that, what your editing process was girl. like, but I wish you well. <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to post it tonight, but it's going to be a no. I'm going to have to take some time to edit this one. But I won't edit it too much because we was, we was speaking too many, like, good things. So I ain't going to edit it too much. But, boy, I did not expect this to go to the, day, the way that it did. But I prayed prior because I was like, Lord, I don't know. Like, I know, but I don't know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I need you to leave this thing. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much because this was very much last minute. Like, I know. <laughs> and it was important to me to start including people in these episodes because I don't want it to seem one-sided all the time you know granted I mean I be airing out all of my dirty laundry on these episodes <laughs> but uh, I didn't want it to be too one-sided you know and so I am grateful that you uh you accommodated me in this last minute uh request <laughs> no problem mom but I, I could be of assistance in any way possible yeah. I, I want to I want to see you flourish and and if I can help push you in that direction amen yes amen and like I said I'm gonna tag your stuff below if you are okay yes yes because she be out here selling merch and stuff you know the lord's type of merch and y'all should buy you know and so when she be having stuff you should get it you know what i'm saying and she be doing crafty stuff you know she just need to promote it more but like she be doing crafty stuff too you know she be having all the things and yeah i got some stuff in works i have been working on some some new projects and i'm i'm I literally like I have to get out of the mindset of like oh it's not quite right I'm I'm just put it out as it is and pray that it will be a blessing yes that's exciting so yes even more y'all check out her Instagram I will put it down below and see what she got Um, (laughs) (laughs) yes well then okay I think I think that's it if you had anything else you can say something else but um I'm gonna end it here should I pray Maybe I should pray. That would probably be nice. (laughs) Normally I don't pray, but I feel like we should probably pray. Okay, I will pray. Okay. Lord God, I thank you for this time that I was able to share with Tani um, to be able to not only connect with her, Lord, but to really be transparent with the people listening, Lord God, about where we are, Lord God, about learning ourselves learning how to be better, Lord God, learning um, learning why you see us as worthy, why you see us as enough. Um, I ask you, Father, that you open the hearts, Lord God, of those listening, Lord God, open their hearts, Lord God, for um, what you desire, open their, their, their minds, Lord God, to, to what you um, desire for them, Lord God. Help them to see you, Lord God, in every quirk, Lord God, and everything that they hate about themselves, Lord God. Help them to see you more and more. Um, I pray for their minds, Lord God. Protect their minds that they may not be, um, that they may not be, um, 
uh, sidetracked by the enemy, Lord God, but that they may, may be um, encouraged to learn more about their insecurities, Lord God, that they may be empowered, Lord God, to flip it. Um, Pastor talks all, all the time about flipping what the enemy is feeding you to, to find out the truth about that thing. Give yes. them um, give them the strength to, to flip that thing, Lord God, and find out the truth, Lord God, about who they are, Lord God, in you. Um, I pray for peace. I pray for joy, Lord God. I pray for understanding, Lord. And I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys. That's it for this episode. As always, I pray that it blessed you. Um, It was quite lengthy, but in my opinion, it was well worth it. Um, We brought up a lot of good um, things and conversation. And we were just being honest and transparent. Um, And and for me, I don't know about anybody else, that I can appreciate so much more than anything, um, than anything else, you know, that is not open and honest and transparent, honestly. Um, I just, I've lost my patience for the, the cookie cutter lately. And so I appreciate the real, the raw, the honesty. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully it, it did something for you. Hopefully you took away something. Um, but yeah, that was us. And um, hopefully I can do more like this. Um, we'll see. But um, she mentioned, shout out to her to her she mentioned Romans 12 2 be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind um check that out read it and evaluate what that means for you right now because it changes sometimes scripture although it has its a context of context of its own um we can apply it in one way and then apply it another way we can apply it 50 million times you know because our lives change so much so how can you apply this to what you have going on in your life right now um and then for music right now I haven't been listening to anything too different from the last time um I recorded an episode um yeah I'm still listening to the 116 album that dropped a couple weeks ago um yeah 70 degrees is is one of the songs that i like so maybe i'll i'll link that one down below um but yeah that's all i really got nothing too crazy going on over here um but yeah hope you guys enjoyed it and i will catch you on the next one next one